Hello and welcome to the St Mark's MK podcast. We are a small community in Milton Keynes, growing in faith as disciples of Jesus, while showing love and sharing hope to all our neighbours. Thank you for joining our village. We hope this conversation about building a life of peace and meaning helps you. It will make much more sense if you use these episodes as conversation starters with others and see where the grace of God leads you. When you were a kid, what was your favourite thing to play? Do you remember just like hours that you would spend out in the garden just picking daisies or you'd be running across a field just chasing the bits that you'd blown off a dandelion or you could make a cardboard box into anything. You could turn it into a bank or a car and if you had a tube from a tube of toilet roll you could turn that into a sword and you could be a pirate or a knight or it could be a telescope to discover new lands just on the other side of the kitchen Uh, and everything was fun and you would feed the ducks and try and hit the geese on the head with the bread and you would spend hours playing when I was a kid I used to I used to love just we had this game called slam or squash and it would be me and my mate and we would have a ball between us and I would kick the ball against a wall and the ball would bounce back and my mate would have to kick the ball against the wall and it would bounce back to me but you only allowed one touch and so the joy was to try and if I could kick the ball into the wall and it would bounce off into some stingy nettles or to a lake or something and my mate would have to kick it from the, the middle of the nettles or the lake then that was brilliant and it was just fun there was no way of ever winning that game we would just play for hours and it was joy filled Do you remember what was your favourite game? And do you remember when the most important thing in your life was to play? Do you remember the moment that stopped? Do you remember when the eye roll started? And, you know, maybe you had a younger brother or sister or somebody else be like, hey, do you want to play? And you're like, oh, that's... That's for losers. That's for little kids. I know more stuff now. Maybe you got some gadgets that you had to plug in and some games that you needed to win rather than just enjoy and you learned that ducks don't actually like bread or they don't benefit from bread. You should give them frozen peas. And so actually instead of enjoying that moment, you would tell off other people in the park. Do you remember when play was so important? As we look at this rhythm of sabbath that we're trying to put into our life this practice that builds in this trellis that helps us to grow a life of peace and of meaningfulness that fulfills us then we're looking at these rhythms these practices and these four elements of sabbath this practice and we started last week looking in the last part at how sabbath is resisting the empire this week we're looking at how sabbath is play again we're taking it from pete scatzero and his emotionally healthy spirituality He wrote a book years and years ago, I read it before we started St. Mark's, and in it he said that most churches were very good at a whole bunch of things, but most churches that he observed were play deficient. And as I read that, I thought, oh man, I never want that to be true of St. Mark's. I don't ever want us to be play deficient. In fact, if anything, people will accuse us of being silly too much and playing games too much because it's part of the character of God. He talks about how you could just look at the world around you and you can see playfulness and enjoyment in the creation that you can see around you. There are fish that glow in the dark. There are trees that make conkers that you can just kind of hang on a string and try and hit with somebody else. There's sugar cane that you can do some kind of magic with and turn into marshmallows, which taste even better when you sit around and enjoy roasting them around a fire. There are these 
waves in the ocean that you can run into and jump over the spray as it lands in your face and just laugh. There is ice cream that you can enjoy. There is a different sunrise every single morning. There are giraffes with these long, strange, comical, beautiful, gracious necks. There is so much about creation. In fact, in Proverbs 8, it talks about this character of wisdom. Proverbs is this uh, wisdom poetry right in the center of the Bible. It talks about wisdom being present at creation and seeing the delight and the joyfulness of God in this creation moment. Pete Scazzaro says this delightfulness, this joyfulness, this playfulness is part of the character of God and it's the character into which you were created. And so it should be part of our spirituality. But so often, and I don't know why I do this, I value seriousness over frivolity and I value worthiness over joy and games. Before the joy police come at me, I know the world is serious. And of course there is injustice and pain and grief. And we don't make any light of that, whether it's going on in our lives, whether it's going on in the life of our community, whether it's going on in the lives of our neighbours or the world at large. We don't shy away from that and we're always called to be people who run in towards those things and to fix them and to help make wrongs right. But I think there is this thing in some branches of the Christian world in following Jesus where in order to take God seriously, we take everything seriously and we stop playing. Isn't it amazing that there is a way to get better at the Jesus life and it's playing to make sure to stop, to pause, to make sure that you've got in your life some joy, some delight, some playing. That's wisdom. I heard this rabbi speaking once and she was telling the story of how she kind of awoke into her faith. She'd grown up in a Jewish family but never really taken it seriously. She'd moved away to university and at university uh, she meets this guy and she starts going out with him uh, but he takes his faith much more seriously and his whole family do. And so each Sabbath, each Friday, he would invite her back to his family's house and she says this was the moment where she discovered real peace. This was the moment where she discovered something of meaning. And she described it like this. She said, each Friday, the rule in, in my boyfriend's um, family was, you're not allowed out, but anybody else is allowed in. And we're going to have this meal, this Sabbath meal, this Shabbat meal, and we're going to light a candle and we're going to say our prayers and then we're going to fill the table. And the rule was nobody's allowed out, anybody's allowed in but everybody has to bring something to the table and you could bring an apple pie or a trifle or a big ham or a bottle of wine or whatever but you could also bring a candle that just smelled nice to make the room smell great or you could bring your violin that you just learned to play uh, a, a scale on this week or you could bring a poem or you could bring a piece of art that you've done or you could bring a game for everyone to play or you could bring a book that you've been reading that week and just say hey I just want to read through this page of the book and the whole evening was dedicated to feasting and enjoying and listening and playing and learning and delighting in each other and in the presence of God. So here's the question, do you play? How do you play? What is it that you enjoy doing? What is it that makes your soul sing? What is it that you look forward to? Do you have to recollect way back in the dark, murky mists of personal history to think, oh, what is it I enjoy doing actually? I haven't done that for so long. 
Could you invest in play? Could you help those around you invest in play and delight? Could you resist the empire of seriousness with play? Could you put into your weekly rhythm an ability to delight in stuff and people and things around you? What would that do to you? What does it do even to think about it? Because in my life, I haven't invested. I don't have the diary filled with the ability to play or to just share in delight. What does that do in you even to think think about that. How does that make you feel? Does that make you feel lighter? Does that make you feel more joyful even to contemplate that being a part of your life? Is there a bit of you that feels guilty? Like, oh no, I can't do that. We must take everything much more seriously than that. Is there a bit of you that resents the fact that you haven't put playfulness into your life? What if we were a group of people who resisted the empire of seriousness and more and having to keep on the treadmill to keep accumulating and achieving and we just looked around us and said there is playfulness and delight in all that we see and therefore we want to have that inside us and emanating from us as well could we do that would that add to the peacefulness and joyfulness and meaningfulness of your life thanks for listening Keep the conversation going with friends and join us anytime. Have a look at stmarksmk.com to see what our village is getting up to. You're so welcome to join us. Until next time, be blessed by the giver of peace.